Hello! Welcome to the Dad Report, a podcast for dads, by dads, about dad stuff. Join us as we sit down and have meaningful conversations with friends, family, and coworkers. We will talk about life, family, and so much more while working towards a goal of creating a healthy idea of what it means to be a dad. Should I do an official intro? Man, we're just gonna the the rolling walking intros. I think is the way to go about it. I love them. I love them. <laughs> They're so good. We'll eventually get way better. Where I'm just gonna start hitting record in like our pre-show conversation, and people are just gonna jump in while we're like, "Yeah, so tacos there at night." Meanwhile, um... yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. Chad, how you doing tonight, man? Justin. I don't know yet. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. I know. I'm like. I'm looking at you. You're looking. You're looking a little. And, and granted, there was a lot of heavy conversation before we started recording. So, um, I hate. I kind of hate my camera angle right now. I feel like I'm looking down at you, and I. That's not intentional. It's just where the, the laptop's sitting on my lap. Um, you know, I meant to say, you. Uh, you've been very condescending. So. Oh. No, just if kidding. I, if I lift you, if I lift you up like this, please, <laughs> please, Chad. Our audio only listeners are like, what the heck is going on? Um, which to those twelve faithful of you, we we appreciate you listening to this. Um, you should definitely get your friends involved. And to those other several of you that follow along on YouTube, you should also share this with your friends. So, so, um, so Justin, so you mentioned that we were having some. Some heavy conversation, but before we get to that, you have a dad joke. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> for the first time in some time. I oh no, I got one. I got oh, one for you. Oh, is it too early to do a Thanksgiving related dad joke? I'm okay, so before you can say go. no, <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. What did the pilgrims call a turkey that ran very fast? What did the pilgrims call a turkey that ran really fast? Uh, I don't know. Fast food. (laughs) That's funny. My Fast mom gave food. me that one. And thank you for saying that's funny. It's probably oh, kind of yeah. funny. Um, I didn't get I didn't get a laugh out of anyone on my side. Okay. Over here in the Kirk household. So um I don't know. I I didn't have much faith in that one, but they're a tough crowd. They're a tough crowd. They can't I be. think I think there's some other iterations of that joke that aren't Thanksgiving related, but are still fast food related. Um, sure, I can see that. So it's it's but it's that's enjoyable. That's enjoyable. So Justin, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, Megan and I we're celebrating three years. Uh, a little early. Well, not early to the listeners. By the time you hit this, it'll have been a little bit after our anniversary. Um, but we took a cruise last week. 
um, and got away. No kid left with me. Me. That was my first time being away for less for longer than a fortnight. Uh, away from my child. So that was I did okay. Um, I did miss her. I was actually more concerned about like my mother in law, like something catastrophic happening to her and then my child just being left alone in the apartment without any adult around that part like really freaked me out okay Um, and then every time we got like we flew first time flying since high school um and i'm not scared of flying like it is what it is like i like planes i love going to the airport love watching i don't love tsa but i do love going to the airport and watching planes take off and whatnot i felt like i feel like now it's like i got on the plane and there was probably that was like what if the plane goes down like it might it might go down what if it goes down or even on the cruise ship you know they go through all the safety trainings and drills i'm like what if what if this is that voyage what if that, that's the one where like it goes down so i don't know where that stuff is coming from it could just be that being away from my child and being and like not having control over how it will then play out for her um, yeah i I don't know. I think that's normal. Maybe somebody else would disagree, but I remember having some of those same feelings like, um, what, what would happen if, and then you're like, Nope, not today. (laughs) Not today, Satan. Not going (laughs) there. Exactly. Not going there. Not going there. So yeah, otherwise back to work this week. Um, starting a brand new teaching series in our student ministry. Got fall retreat in less than two weeks. Super excited to get students uh, there and get them to experience fall retreat. And then we start making plans for spring and summer as far as what we'll do for camps and retreats and whatnot. But yeah, just plugging away. And then seminary. (laughs) Yeah, boy. (laughs) Oh. So Chad, what are we what are we discussing tonight? What what things can we help our community of fathers out with or talk about or bring up or completely prove wrong? Well, you know, we had we had something happen in our in our house this week and um don't want to get into the nitty gritty, but um, you know, it was a, a fairly serious conversation that happened and um but you know, really kind of felt the love of some of our some of our community that we're really there to support us. And so it really kind of got me thinking, I started kind of, you know, looking at each person in our family and who, you know, in our community, in our friend group, uh, you know, kind of extended family and friends, you know, however you want to say that, mm-hmm. who each of us had really, that really helped to support us. And um, kids have, you know, a few solid friends they can kind of come to. Of course we have, you know, we have people at church, right. You know, pastors that we talk to and, you know, the boys have, you know, some of the student ministers, you know, um, and students at 1122 who are great. Um, but primarily I was really thinking about Shauna and myself and, like she has just the most amazing group of friends. And one of the things we were talking about before 
that kind of got me laughing was, you know, a lot of times you look around and you see the people that are like, you know, kind of running the race right next to you. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I never would have thought it would have been this group of people. <laughs> but here we are. And these right. are the people, you know, that are offering support and, and and love and friendship and and all these things. And it's it's great. And uh, so she and she's done, you know, she's had a lot of, you know, a lot of hard conversations and, you know, just doing a lot of nitty gritty life with some of these people, um, you know, other moms. And I got to say, we found a great group of homeschool, um, uh, of homeschool families and just um, people that are, are great that really are accepting of people that are not like them mm -hmm. that are, you know, that are generous, kind, you know, willing to share all these things. And, and it's been, that has been a good experience for us. Not that everyone we meet in that, um, you know, in homeschool is that way. There definitely have been um, <laughs> that there definitely have been, that haven't gone so great, but, you know, kind of where we sit right now, things are really good. Um, and you know, even outside of that, you know, she just has a great kind of a great group. Um, you know, and then what, but when I look at myself, like I do have, I do have some friends. I have a couple that I could call probably close, you know, those people that you would like reach out to mm -hmm. in, in a rough, in a rough patch, in a rough time. But, you know. I admittedly, I have not done the work of kind of staying in touch with those people, developing those relationships, you know, outside of, you know, people like in, you know, my disciple group and, you know, some other close people that, you know, I just, I, you know, am, am around fairly often, but I would say largely, I just haven't done a real solid job of of staying connected to people. And, you know, even when, even when I would say that I have done a good job at that, I'm finding these days that I just don't find a lot of people who are really looking for close, like getting face to face, having real relationships with people and, mm -hmm. and, and not, not even saying that it's just like me but really just in, in general, I'm finding that people want, they want it to be based on convenience on what, what benefits them. And, and I don't know if we can blame that on COVID or this infernal generation or. <laughs> you mean a generation <laughs> that's lived with almost all the same issues as all the previous ones with a different skin on? There we are. Nothing's new under the sun, baby. Nothing. But you know, that's the iPhone. The iPhone's new. But so th that's kind of what I've been, what I've been, what I've been thinking about. And, you know, it's funny how, uh, how stereotypical it is because you hear that, you know, women are good at, you know, having their, their core group developing mm. these really deep relationships and men are just kind of like, Hey, let's go play golf or Hey, let's, you know, and it's just, it's, it's fairly, fairly surface level. 
And, you know, I'm finding, at least in my experience, that's not always true. I, I do have, I do have some deep relationships, but, um, those are, those are the exceptions I will say, um, in my experience, uh, looking at those I'm in relationship with, and even, even kind of those people around me and how they choose to interact with other people. So, um, I don't know how that lands on you, especially you being a youth pastor and being very connected to, <laughs> you know, Gen Z. Um, but that's kind of, so th that's been some stuff that's been swirling around my head over the last, you know, couple days this week. Okay. Is there anywhere you'd like me to go with that? Or start or look at, or just general response? Well, so we're dads, and okay. this is the dad report. Yeah. Uh let's let's maybe try to try to focus in on 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 that on that side of it, whether you want to take family in general or you want to take talk about talk about you know dads and yeah and how yeah. we that how we do. do how how we do okay <laughs> no you're good you're good so um first let me say community community for anyone is super important choose your tribe wisely um yeah i uh, well you learn things as a dad and as a new dad i don't have any new dad friends I had people who would call me their friend who even if you ask them today, yeah, we're friends. Um, but that's not much more than Facebook or the occasional text. Um, and now there's obviously faults and truths and, and effort on both sides of the fence. I think the biggest thing for me, what hurt is I didn't fit a certain mold or a certain click. And so... I'm going to get real raw. We were in Jacksonville. We were part of a disciple group. It was kind of a low-key disciple group. Like, you were handpicked to be in it. And uh, one of the guys in there, he had his daughter, like, a month after we did. Maybe a little bit less than that. And another guy in that same student ministry, so all three of us serving together, had their daughter two weeks after this guy. And those two... um created like this little girl dad squad and blah and i would you know when they saw me on a wednesday oh yeah girl dad squad like how's girl dad life blah 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 but i we and megan included were never invited to hang out with these couples despite the friendliness they supposedly put forward um now granted we never invited them to come hang out with us um or even ask, hey, can we come hang out with y'all? Which, granted, as adults, is kind of weird. We're like, I'm inviting myself over. <laughs> <clears throat> but I think what stunk is one of these guys was a leader in the church. And community was supposedly one of his the big things. And we picked up pretty quick that we didn't fit a certain mold while we were in this disciple group. Um, uh and, for, and then there was some other personal stuff. But yeah, so as a new dad, like I desperately was like, I was jealous of that. I was like, man, I'm, I'm a new, like I'm a new dad. I'm a girl dad and I don't have anyone like nobody that has kids under the age of two or really they're under the age of one. 
has reached out to me, has called me, has walked through like Chad, you are like this podcast has kind of been the dad community that I have. It's you who I've texted or called or like, you know, we in our pre-show chats, hey, Megan and I got into this fight over this thing. Like, <laughs> what what do I do? Help me out. Sure. Yeah. Um, what do you do when you know baby's not sleeping and wife's not sleeping and you haven't had sex and blah blah blah? Like, what happens, you know? Um, and that's all real. That's all real stuff. And I think there needs to be a place for dads to have that space because having a kid is new to both mom and dad. And oftentimes we, you know, granted mom should be praised. They went through hell <laughs> to, to have that child. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you're a dad who owned it and stood in the room and watched, you wouldn't want to be there. I didn't want to be, I mean, I true I, story. I, I turned into a science class. I mean, I asked a lot of questions. I had a lot of fun with it, but I'd never No, I'm, I'm grateful for my contribution to society. Um, <laughs> I'm not editing any of this. So, uh, <clears throat> now up here in Atlanta, we, we have real quick. We will know if our wives listen to this. So, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it's all good. It's it's Megan and I are in a better <laughs> spot than we probably were when we first had Amelia. And there's you know there's and some of this it's it's funny how much I will be like oh, I'm never I'm not going to tell Megan that I talked about this, and then I mean I turn around I'm like hey by the way I asked you know for advice on blah 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 or I I mentioned something here, um. So it's it's just funny how and she'll give me a, a look and then it is what it is. And, and she already knows the look. But um just being real. So up here we have a community um that I think is actually a healthy one. We don't know we we struggle to get together regularly and we're trying to to schedule that. Um we all live like 45 minutes apart from each other, so finding one person's house is like a central point has kind of been a deal. Um, and then just time we're all we're all adults we're all married and we're all busy um but the other two you're good what are you gonna say i was gonna say you just lost the people in jacks who are like you gotta drive 45 minutes to see yeah i know and that's only to go 13 miles or whatever you know um whereas in jacksonville you could do 13 miles in 13 minutes it's great so which that part of jacksonville i do miss i i have to say i i totally yeah I do yeah, I've not. Been, I've been to Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, I love Atlanta. It's so great. Not really. Um, I moved back here for my wife. Okay. And babysitting. So babysitter. That's not true. There's family is important. And with mine having moved, it's nice to at least have hers nearby. Um, so we're it's it's there's three couples and one single dude, my best friend, who's in this this community so he obviously has no kid on the way uh megan and i are one of the couples obviously have amelia the two other couples i believe i can say this because nobody knows who they are except for them if they listen one of whom is love you bro um hope your grass cutting is going well there that's his shout out he'll get that in like three months when he catches up he went back to the beginning to start over i was like all right enjoy that audio journey oh wow yeah that's that's dedication (laughs) that's a lot so um they are now expecting children as well they're expecting their firsts 
And so it's been interesting. Megan and I have watched their initial reactions and there's the conversations of how are they going to parent and this, that, you know, all the things that new couples go through that Megan and I had those same, Oh, we're not going to let our child do this thing or that thing. And here we are like letting them do this thing or that thing. Cause it allows Megan to get work done or we're tired. You know, it's, it's just funny how you, you're like, I'm going to do this. And you get there and you're like, no, I'm not, or I'm not going to do this. And you get there and you're like, you can have a donut. It's okay. You know, um, That's right. Megan let Amelia sip her Coke one night. I was like, all right. I swear I was not have Coke till I was like 13, but you know what? Whatever. Um, so with this, with this, with this group of us as these, as these, these now dads to be, um, I want to make sure that I'm intentional and what's been great is they, I think they're already thinking this way uh, of, of spending time with them um, as just dads or when all, all of us get together, we kind of separate like the moms go over there and like the dads are over here, but being open and honest and, and being vulnerable. And one of the cool things is, the buddy right now who's mowing his lawn and listening to this is he put us all in a like we the dudes have a set there's one big group chat and then all the dudes got a group chat and i think all the ladies have a group chat um oh, wow that's like it's... very organized <laughs> details people details. <laughs> details so this is kind of like my chance at having a dad community but now i'm the the veteran as it were um because i've been through you know my kids gonna be walking and somewhat talking by the time their children are born um but i i think my prayer and hope is that neither one of them and and their personalities are wildly different too it's so like one of them's way more authentic and real and the other one not saying he's not real he's just he's not as vulnerable like he hey i'm good life is good um and that's 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 just his his choice. But I want to make sure that I'm available for for both of them. And Megan's even expressed on her end, like on the mom end, like she wants to be available for both of those moms as well to answer some questions, give advice. Because there's some things that's helpful to know where it's like, hey, don't buy newborn diapers. Buy ones. Just buy a lot of ones. You'll be there before you know it. You're going to like newborn diapers are hilariously cute, but they're going to blow out They're You're going to outgrow them really fast. Like, just go ahead and just buy ones um or children's there's something with a tylenol where baby infant tylenol and children's tylenol are the same thing they're just packaged differently so they can charge you a different price oh life hack there for you our pediatrician told us that so a little trip down memory lane real quick so when we had jude he was so little we got the preemie like the smallest diaper we could find, the preemie oh, diapers. Gosh. And we we still had to roll those suckers over like several times. Wow. Without it like like coming up. <laughs> yeah. Coming up to here, you know? Yeah. Uh, That's funny. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. You're like, by the ones, I was like, that would have worked for one of mine. For one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that's, that's just, it totally depends, I guess, on... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is you don't know if you're charging me a premium or not. They usually, you know, that's usually those are surprises or there was something that required it to be necessity. I mean, get the diaper. The kid will eventually yeah. use it. I'm a big believer It'll in happen. growing into it. Um, <laughs> so, but that brings me back to community is important. Choose your tribe wisely. 
there are going to be people for seasons who you think have your back. They're being real and honest with you. But there is more of this transactional. What can I get out of you? What can, you know, um, will you make me look good? I don't know what the right, and sometimes it's just not a right fit. Sometimes it just comes down to like, oh, yeah, they're really great at first. And then you realize very quickly, you're like, wow, we clash. And it's not like we clash healthily and move forward. It's like, no, we clash and this is going to be like disastrous. Yeah. Or it's just like awkward and you're like, yeah, okay, I guess this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And that's that's how it was for me for a little while in Jacksonville is like initially hit it off really strong. And then personality differences, philosophy differences um, and, and some culture just, you know, coming out of Atlanta church style to Jacksonville church style. And some differences in like, I lean more Armenian free will. Some a lot of eleven twenty tours more Calvinist predestination, and that's cool, you know. Um, but I Arme- think Armenian. Whoa, careful now. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't classify myself as an Armenian because I haven't studied Armenianism long enough. But that is the closer of the theologies of the big doctrines, I guess, that I would align myself to. Um, I would not say I'm fully Wesleyan, nor am I fully Calvin. I'm like a blend. I'm a fun concoction of Jesus. I follow <laughs> Jesus. So yeah. yeah, that's, that's more so where I come back to is <laughs> it's all about Jesus. Y'all. If you're getting caught up on Calvin and Wesley, your faith's in the wrong place. Um, it's amazing to me that humans took one simple thing and blew it into 18 bazillion deep doctrines and now there's seminary and blah, 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 blah. anyway. So for those that don't know, Calvin and Wesley were both rappers in the in the late 80s. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm excited for some kid to hear this later in the future. Be like, really? Um, oh, that must anyway. be that must be stuff my dad listened to. I need to go back and find it. <laughs> so I can embarrass him. <laughs> um they were get off track now. We're going back in that the wrong train. So yeah, for dads, I think it's it's just choose choose your tribe wisely. Um community is but don't don't avoid community. It, it's it's necessary. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it, especially especially in that that I can only speak for the first year and a half of having a kid, but I feel like I could have done better. And that's not to say that I did horrible. I just know there were weak points because I did not have another guy, another dad in the same walk to where we could both be like, man, those late nights, you know, um, or Hey, the cold winter still going. Here we are. Um, some of y'all get that later. Um, but it's like, and I'm not, I, I, I just didn't have a strong community in general. And on top of that, I really did not have strong new dads. Now, I also would say if you're a new dad, find some older dads, like you're going to want those guys too. Like it, it's not all about communities. Not also not all about who's on my level and doing the same thing. You, you want to have the guy who's running the race a little bit ahead of you because 
that helps create and set a standard for you to chase after. Be like, okay, that guy is doing it well so far. I want to, I want to get there. Like he set the level. Um, and they're going to have, they're going to have good advice too, but there is just going to be, I think there's something to be said where like, I, I really just wanted to have, to be able to bond over some of the just new fatherhood stuff with another dad. And I just, I didn't, I didn't get that. Um, and that's okay. I just, I didn't get that. Yeah, I I feel like where I'm at, um, I'm kind of rattling off in my brain some of the guy and I like ideally for me, like I can walk into wherever it is, a restaurant, a coffee shop, you know, wherever mm -hmm. we're gonna hang out and just be me, you know, and kind of, you know, just uh exhale and just be know not feel like i have to put on a show or something like that right those yeah. are the people i consider like real friends like and that's one of the things in my disciple group so we've got a guy who's like 80 <laughs> we've got another guy who's about 70 yeah. our leaders in mid to upper 50s uh, there's me and there's a uh there's a guy who's upper 20s okay and then We'll have one or two others that, you know, uh, will come and, you know, occasionally. And uh, I just love, I love the different ages, different stages. So we've got one guy who's like, you know, looking to get married, wanting to have kids. Yeah. And then we've got um, to the opposite extreme. We've got a guy who, um, you know, has an adult son, uh, his wife has already passed away because he's 80, right? And yeah. and I just I I love the the diversity there. And it's great when we when when we Sean and I together, when we get to hang out with people who have a baby, she'll be like, give me your baby. Like, yeah. I want to hold your baby. You know, I'll give you, I'll give you a break. And um, and they love it because they're like, oh, sweet, I can go nap time. You know, yeah, nap time or you know, just just sit down and breathe for a minute without, you know, without this little one needing something. And so yeah. it's, um, it's great. And, you know, she gets kind of her, her baby fix and, um, and then the baby will look at me and start screaming, uh, <laughs> true story. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and I, I'm, I, I really like, and I, I got, I got that because that's how 1122 pushes their disciple groups right because yes. they want they want you know like you're talking about you want people that are a step ahead of you you want people that are you know kind of you know younger than you right so everybody everybody meshes and i just feel like it works really well that way and i've i've recognized oh yeah uh this is this is just kind of what my what my community is becoming um one, one thing I feel like I did right is I don't want to say any time, but I would say the majority of the time mm -hmm. that Shauna has had an opportunity to go and be with, you know, some of her, some of her girls, you know, whoever, whoever that is doing whatever that 
I try to do whatever I can to make sure that that can happen. And now it's much easier, uh, you know, as long as, uh, you know, Pierce, Shauna and myself don't all need a car at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, uh, we're kind of beyond the, you know, who's watching the kid thing. If, you know, uh, we just kind of not, not there, but I, I remember making that decision. Like if she asked to go hang out with somebody or whatever, I just need to, I need to do whatever I can to try to say yes to that. Yeah. If at all possible. And I think that's really helped. I would say it has, um, when we were in your stage that required, I would say a lot more commitment than it does now. Right. Because yeah. it's like, okay, that means whatever I had planned for the next couple hours, I may have to change my plans now because I'm responsible for another human being. So <laughs> yeah. Um that that's one that's one thing I think that I did I did well is just encouraging her to have that. And like I said, especially when the kids were younger, um, into toddler even elementary school age, like mm-hmm. it's easy to get, it's easy to get lost in some of that. And she would push me, she would push me to do the same, the same as well. So, um, but I just, I find it's, e- I find it's easy to not intentionally build into some of those people that are either in your community, A or B, you want, like, like, I need to make an effort here because I, I feel like I want this person to be um, part of my people. Right. Right. And um, so that's where, and to bring the dad thing into this, I have been thinking about this the last couple of days is if my kids see me doing it when it's easy, when it's hard, um, see real life happening, you know, see arguments, see, you know, laughing, crying, you know, all of the things. They'll just see that as normal. Yeah. Um, whereas if, if I find my friendship in my children, that's not going to help either of us. Woo! Um, and I know there's a lot of people that say, you know, my kids are my best friend, whatever. I disagree with you that Should is not be. but um they will and i'm seeing pierce at this place where he's really um i wouldn't say he doesn't want to hang out with us mm-hmm. but if he has a choice he's choosing whoever the other person is right <laughs> whoever you know whoever that is and you know and i know i noticed the people that are like just a step ahead of where he is yeah those are those are like the cool guys yeah. And those are the ones I want to like slip a 22 and be like, Hey, y'all go, <laughs> y'all go do something together. Yeah. Um, slip go, a 20. Yeah. Whatever ball. that, that ain't happening. 20 uh, like dollars. So this will cover my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my goodness. Woo. Oh my goodness. And I, I try. Think, and when we I think us dads do great, we complain about the gas prices and lunch. And... <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Shauna, Shauna, Shauna caught me. She's like, "Hey, don't always complain when you take, you know, when you take the boys out somewhere. They're gonna think you're not gonna want to do it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's probably a true statement." 
<laughs> so I try to I try to curb it, but we went. So Pierce and I went to Tijuana Flats tonight. And I'm like, hey, oh, there you go. Is there any way I could convince you to get tacos? Because there's a deal on tacos. He's like, oh yeah, I can do that. It is Taco Tuesday. So yeah, and they were good. There you go. Um, so uh, yeah, you know, I, and that makes it kind of a self fulfilling prophecy. I think just being able to to have them have them see that but you know when the crap hits the fan like you know yeah we had some stuff going on you know and everybody's still got all their fingers and toes right but when we um when it was the you know, crap and not them that hit the fan yeah exactly um <laughs> when uh you know when stuff goes down that's really when you find out like who your people are yeah the people that are like look i know like you may not be living your best life right now and that's okay. Like you're not scaring me away. And those are the people that I just want. I want to say like, if you want to press me or whatever, treat my people really well. Yeah. Like when my kid is vulnerable with you, like do that honorably, Um, you know, Give my wife your business, like travel agent wise, um, like people that people that use her when they don't have to, uh, to support her. I'm like, hey, whatever your thing is, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just uh, you know, uh, send me a thing, and so that uh, I've been thinking a lot about about that too, because there are people that that do that. And could probably do it themselves or find somebody else, but they choose, they choose to go through her. Um, And when they do that, I'm like, yes, like, cause I see her flourishing and I say you enjoying your cruise or your Disney vacation or your mountain experience or whatever the, whatever the thing is. Mountain experience. I, I was trying to come up with something that isn't Disney like because a everybody thinks a Buddhist temple in Nepal yeah. <laughs> to do some meditation. Yeah, that was maybe the wrong choice of words, but <laughs> I was trying to think of something that's not Disney because you're good. Um, she does other stuff too. Anyway, she, does. she does. Um, so I tell you, you know, the number one thing during COVID, I need a cabin in the mountains. Uh, yeah, I got you. So anyway, um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of some regurgitated thoughts on <laughs> on that. And um, you know, it's uh it is it is important, and I think it's probably more important than we realize most of the time. Uh because yeah. it is that like Joby says you need a disciple group before you need a disciple group meaning you've got to get to know those people so when your life turns upside down you have those relationships yeah um if you wait until your life turns upside down then you go and try to find those like you're going to be in for a world of pain so um it's the it's the hard thing it's making those investments early sometimes it's not so not so and then and then you know there's those people who are amazing perfect people that everybody loves and it's like what are you talking about i have thirty thousand friends awesome <laughs> no. good for you 
The real um, ones. <laughs> the real ones. The real friends. You can have 30,000, but who's in your inner circle? Who are you actually tapping on the shoulder when life goes sideways? Yeah. Because you ain't reaching out to all of Facebook. There is somebody in mind, and most of us listening are already thinking of that person, of who you're like, that's the first phone call. Like, aside from spouse, that's the first phone call is this friend so yeah um, yeah true story there because yeah i was gonna say something along with, like as i was hearing you along the lines of what joby was saying like with those close friendships you know as you hand pick them it's also what you what you put in is what you get out not from the sense of like a commodity but out of a sense of relational uh equity the more that you spend time with and show interest in the activities or even just the quality of those friendships. Like that's one of the things I really value about some of the, the two guys and we have no formal group. Like we're not, um, as far as us dudes go, we have that tech strand, but there is no formal like Bible study happening. There's not like a men's breakfast club that gets together. Um, me and one of them will golf on the Oculus occasionally. The other one and I, my best friend and I, we play disc golf and Warzone every now and then. But those are also guys that have permission. Oh, there goes my microphone. Um, they have permission to. Oh my gosh, ask it's about. A, that's all good. I got it. It's now cool. become a microphone that you're gonna hold. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> uh, they have permission to ask about like my marriage. And I have that same permission to ask back sure. about stuff that they're going through. And that's just like, that's the stuff that you're looking for. And then, and that takes trust, right? Um, and so you have to build that trust slowly. But I think that's one of the, I guess for me, like I kind of come out of the great gates swinging like that. And if I like, based on the first general responses of like, Hey, how's your, how's your marriage? How's this? How's that? And based on those responses, I'm like, Oh, you're someone I trust. Or it's like, Oh, you're just kind of hanging out um but then they they show an interest like man they all love our kid they love loving on our kid and she's the star of the show half the time and yeah um but they care about how we're doing and i think it's just one of those things where i i know i could tap them if i needed to at different times even just for a text message um and, I ho and hopefully they have the same same feeling and same vibe um and i think this upcoming season will will show some of that so yeah what you put in or you don't know what you need until you need it you know or you need the top of the group before you get to Scott. i don't remember what joby said but yes <laughs> we could all go the banking route right so you got to make deposits before you can make yeah. withdrawals mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these are all the illustrations so um i was thinking back to your earlier one of your initial kind of regurgitations of thought was the women make friends easier and men struggle um or they there's those are the stereotypes yeah um i don't want to speak hastily on the and that's i mean of... some of it comes down to personality too like i gotta tell you jude he has never met a stranger right like right. if you're willing to give him the time of day he's gonna be your friend and that's the bottom line. But yeah, I mean, it's probably anecdotal more than anything. And I know there's exceptions. Um, 
But I do think there's a serious a seriousness to it. I do think we have a generation, not the current, not the Gen Z generation, but that's because all of Gen Z is emotional and they don't know who they are. Um, we're still working through that. There's there, there's some trauma there, but their parents and their parents' parents. So your generation, my generation, were raised by a generation of people who had very strict gender norms and gender roles and gender expectations. And so I think men in the common day struggle. And this is not me to not me trying to say like, don't be a man. Like, no, like men, you have been called to a thing to lead your family, to be the head of the household. And I'm preaching at myself because I, I'm always scared that someone to look on the inside and be like, well, you don't run your household. Your wife does. I listen to my wife very heavily and I trust her a lot. Um, yeah. And I probably do concede more than I like, no, we're doing this thing. Um, so I wrestle with that. But I do believe at the end of the day, I, I'm the authority and I have to answer. And Ma- and the other thing, too, is Megan knows that she's like, yeah, you got to answer double fold to God for how you like take care of me and Amelia. And I'm like, yeah, that terrifies me. Thanks. Um, why don't you listen more? Submit. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of jokes wrapped up right in there. <clears throat> so, um, so no, like be a man, like act like men, you know, uh, go listen to that series by Joby. That's great. But I do think because of the act like a man, we get these dudes who are, it's like emotions bad. Um, except that you're feeling them. Except that we are feeling them, that we are emotional. Things make us angry. Things make us happy. Things make us upset. Things confuse us. Our kids puzzle us when they're like not listening. You're like, what? The, like, what the freak? Like, this is common sense. Why are you not doing that? Um, or they don't, things don't go our way. And so it's how do we. And then there, and then there's there's like trust issues wrapped up into that, and so we don't feel we trust our men because it we, I guess it's a competition. Oh well, he and his, you know how many times have you looked on social media and been like, wow, that marriage is just doing so great. And I mean, our marriage, you know, we ain't doing it all that much anymore. We just sit on the couch, you know. Um, that's real thoughts that real married people have, and then we sit here and compare. And so I think for now, I don't know how women do it. You know, um, I would actually say Megan's the opposite of most women. I don't feel like she makes friends as easily and she owns that like she has said that. But what that means is she also is very selective and therefore only picks friends who I think are like if she calls you her friend, the stinking microphone is dropping like a fly. So I'm just going to hold it. Say hello to my microphone. This probably sounds horrible. Um, I know. I know an editor. <laughs> so um if Megan calls you like a close friend like that's that's actually a really high honor because not everybody gets into her circle like it it takes a certain level of work and a certain level of authenticity um and she can smell bull crap like a mile away so she's like very very particular but I think for dudes, I think it, I think it's it's definitely some of it's a generational curse that has been passed down, like a generational cultural kind of curse where it's you got to be a man. and You got to, you know, 
be in control. And and so we feel like if we we're to own to their man, hey, you know, I struggle with lust. Or, hey, my wife and I have been fighting for a week straight. And we don't we don't know what we're fighting about anymore. But now we can't even get to a place to talk to each other, look to each other. Then it shows weakness, um, and we're not celebrating the strength that it took for a man to just be like, "Bro, I'm human." So I think that's part of why some men struggle to just even try and find community, because they've been trained their entire lives that they have to be sufficient for everything, that they have to be in control. And so to expose themselves is to expose weakness, which the only way to get stronger is to expose your weaknesses so you can take care of them. Reach. Mic drop? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think the thing that I was thinking along along those lines is uh, when I observe people, it seems to me that people don't really want to be known, mm -hmm. um, which is crazy. Like, I feel like that's a little bit antithetical to the Christian life. Um, so when I see my neighbors and they want to wave at me from like across the yard or whatever, but they don't actually want to, you know, come say hi. That's fine. Like, I get it. You don't, really want to have a neighbor this close like whatever but when i um when i see that from people who are jesus followers that that kind of gets to me a little bit i'd say because um the example we have is the one who knows you best is the one who loves you most so why would we not uh try to move that ball forward a little bit more and try to um try to love like he loves so um anyway stepping off my soapbox you're good you're good but <laughs> i'm over here trying to fix a microphone <laughs> to those listening chad is currently not having technical difficulties it is now justin yeah. we have turned a corner don't move too suddenly or the microphone will turn off. So, Justin, I'm working on my addiction to the elevator. I'm taking it one step at a time. Ah, that's funny. It's really not. I'm just trying to think up better that dad was, jokes that was a good that was a good dad joke i'm feeling bad about my turkey one no you shouldn't feel bad about turkey one all right i think my microphone is somewhat back and stable the it was the uh the mount slid off the this this you know cheap amazon microphone mounts oh yeah no i get it i have i have a cheap mount as well how about the same one you had so i just move it a lot which is an issue. Well, is there uh now that we've discussed some of this and I don't know if this has been helpful for your outward processing. Um 
but are there any final thoughts that we want to leave with with listeners tonight? I would say just to um, the dads out there, moms, you know, who, whoever, I, I just think, you know, community is such a big part of, of what we do. And especially if you have kids who are watching your every move, I think it's good that they see that, you know, you have some of those other people around uh, because, you know, A, it's very useful. It's great that when something happens, you have people you can depend on and you can't summon that out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of a utility thing. Um, but me, you know, I just, I really love knowing that I have other people who are rooting for me, cheering me on and are there, are there to, uh, to help out, you know? Um, and that I'm not, I'm not doing this all by myself. So, uh, the whole concept of community, I love, I'm very bad at it. I need to improve. (laughs) Um, but I am a fan and well, why do you say, why do you say you're bad at it? Well, I just I just look back and I see I see certain relationships that I've had that I wish I would have built into more. Mm. Um and uh you know, I I don't know. I like to think that I looked at look at people from like an optimistic mindset where I see people, I see like gifts and talents they have and I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome." Um I'd really like to somehow be connected to that person. Right. And, um, and I love it when like God brings two people together and they can just like mutually encourage and spur one another on. And, you know, um, it doesn't have to be two people it can be 10 people. It doesn't, doesn't really matter, but yeah, I just, I really like that concept where, you know, kind of the sum of the whole is, is bigger than, you know, each of the individual parts um that's just to me that's a big that's a i don't know i just i i love that i love that concept and um i don't know that's just i guess that's kind of where where i am i'm a i like to i i mean i like to think that i'm more of a team player i mean i play soccer not golf you know (laughs) if that says anything so yeah. Nothing against golf. I did play disc golf with you one time and That's I right. wasn't That's very right. great at it, but I had a very fun That's time. That's okay. That's okay. So. That course was tar- that course was really hard. Oh, okay. Um, that makes me feel a little better. It was well, I mean, I went out that next weekend and played that tournament out there and awful. Just played awful. Um No, I, I just want to encourage you, like I don't 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 say you're bad at community. I think it's um my mom likes to say friendships are usually for a reason, season, and lifetime. And so I think some of the ones maybe you're like kicking yourself for, and we all do. We all got friends who's like, man, that could have ended. The sure. ones that kind of fizzle out, man, that could have ended better. I should have spent more time doing this. I think at the end of the day, what it was is what it was meant to be. Um, 
And I think the other thing just for general, like for listeners as well, don't place the value of your community in the quantity of your community. Because I think it's easy to feel like we need to have X amount of followers or groupies or people when really just two or three. Like I'm a big believer that your inner circle is just really small. That like at the very centermost of your circle is Jesus. The second band is you and your spouse. That third band is the core of friends, that community. And that really should probably be like three, four people max. Because also you don't have much capacity outside of that to pour into them as you ask them to pour into you. So I don't know. Just something to, for you to think on as you're. Yeah, I know no, you're, I I know you're seeing uh... Shauna with her her hordes of community. But I think for, <laughs> for you, it, it might not be that you need that. It might just be like, you know what? I got my eight guys. One's 80 and one's 27. We're good. Yeah, you know, like, I think I think I think that's a good word and it's not that it's not that quantity is is what you're shooting for. Um you know, I think it can be a couple, I think it can be, you know, more than that, but um I'm not going to be satisfied until I have 12 friends. <laughs> Jesus had 12, I can have 12, you know. Okay, well, Jesus not, only spent time with 3. Let's be real. I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah you know i'm not uh peter james and john got an awful lot of jesus time <laughs> that's right just i'm just saying i i got a buddy actually chad uh the other chad reverend chad reverend dr chad yes who reverend was on doctor. a couple episodes ago he's taking his church right now through they're examining and studying each of the 12 disciples um and their social media popped up on my feed and he was like, this week we're studying Nathaniel. I was like, who the freak is Nathaniel? And then I, and then I read the blurb of it. I was like, oh, that's one of his disciples. Like, I don't even know. Like there's disciples. I don't know the names of because they aren't one of the beloved or the loud mouth or the brother. Actually, I think that's a different. James, Man, but. how Christian is that? Who the freak is Nathaniel? Like <laughs> that whole statement, I could just, I could just die on. Oh man, that's funny. Listen, that's I'm the most. I, I try to be the most authentic version of me while still loving Jesus, and that means I'm be like, what? What come out? <laughs> so that's taken time to grow into because I grew up in a church where it was all about perfection, and it's, it's not. Jesus is the perfection, not me. Um. So. Anyway, that's that's a story from the other day, and we could probably start a whole second podcast, just ministry talk. But yeah, I think that's, I think that's some good stuff on community for dads to to be thinking about, and for us as well as we move into these seasons where you got Pierce, who's now graduated and moving into college and becoming a man, and what can you model for him and, and kind of model and delegate for Jude? Um because I kind of mentioned before we started recording, like with Jude, you know, you're, you got him in middle school, small group, and you're kind of showing him, not only are you participating in community by by serving and having your disciple group, but you're also showing him how to participate in one by letting him practice and well, more so by forcing him to, because that's good parenting sometimes is by telling your child, you are doing this, you are the child. Um, I just offended a whole bunch of people right there. Um, oh, no, and he's he's the he's the he's like dad. I really, I really don't want to leave the house. <laughs> and then like we leave, and he's like, you know, he's closing the place down. 
Yeah. Do we so. have to go home? Can students be going forever? I know I got those. I have those students where I'm like, it is 100%. 10 o'clock. Where is your parent? Because now I'm mad. Like, um, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I think that's that's really good. So good. Good thoughts tonight, man. Thanks for bringing that. Um, I think just yeah, kind of kind of unfiltered little little raw ish. But hey, we wasn't cussing. We I said sex cussing. once now twice. It's all fine. I mean, I we are really, dads. That's real. I was really referring to the fact that I just didn't have like 10 bullet points I wanted to cover that it was just kind of some some big thoughts and we'd see where it goes. So, which I'll leave you, I'll leave you with something else. You, you know who Calvin's best friend was, don't you? You're about to do a dad joke here. Was it total depravity? No, it's Hobbs. Oh my gosh. I love Calvin and Hobbs. That was good. That was good. That's such a great comic strip. Dads, if you need any comic strip to cheer you up, that is probably the best one. For sure. And anybody, anybody who like works in it or remotely knows about it dilbert don't don't it's do dilbert th- it's therapy <laughs> all right it is it's therapy and if you're just weird far side comics those are pretty funny oh the far side yes <laughs> it's like the twilight zone of comic strips eh. all right well on that note listeners go find a community Choose your tribe wisely. It's more about quality than it is quantity. Word. This report is closed. Go fix that microphone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can support us by sharing the show with your friends and family. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Want more The Dad Report? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and even join the community over on Discord. Don't forget to send us your dad jokes for a chance to be featured on the show. Remember the words of Billy Graham about fatherhood. A good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. So if you are a dad, we're cheering you on. If you have a dad, be kind to him. And if you know a dad, tell him about our podcast.